Welcome back, bedtime sweeties. I hope you're feeling cozy as you settle into bed. Maybe you're looking out the window at the stars. When I was a little girl, I liked to make a shell out of my blankets and pretend I was in a starship floating through the coldness of outer space. Tonight's story is about a spaceship, a very big one, carrying many passengers. And one of them is acting very suspicious in an emergency situation. Wrap yourself in your blanket. It's all systems go. Your starship is now on its way to our next tale. Bad advice from Below Decks. Alright people, we're stopping here a minute. That radio interference we encountered back there really messed with our wayfinders. We're going to have to determine where we are on our physical maps. Stay alert. Don't let your guard down. Where do you think we are, Cookie? Hmm. Here's where the interference began. This is where we detoured to avoid the hull rupture. And... Here's where we made our way around the fusion reactor. Supposing we made all the right turns at each of these junctions... We should be right about here. And that junction up ahead... Should lead right to the biodome access way. It's a straight run to the lifeboats after that. If we're right. Let's see if we can clear the signal on the wayfinder and confirm our route. We don't want to be wandering around down here. Not with that thing on the loose. Wait, the interference is weakening here. Hold on. I'm getting a channel to the bridge. If I can patch in, we might be able to tie into ship's interspace radio. Oh, it's about time we caught a lucky break. If we can get off a distress call, we'll have a better chance of being rescued after we get down to the planet. I'm establishing a link to the external antenna. Angling to the shipping lanes. Okay, we're transmitting. Mayday, Mayday. This is Cruise Liner Constellation Princess. Constellation Princess to all ships. We have Mayday, Delta, Delta, Delta. Repeat, Mayday, Delta, Delta, Delta. Last known position, Sector LS-219-1008. Nav computer on fail. We are adrift on an autonomous flight path currently passing through Plagesis system. We are nearing its fifth planet, an Earth atmosphere equivalent, and we are abandoning ship. Repeat, we are abandoning ship to the fifth planet of Plagesis. This report is being made by Christopher Hansen, Chief Steward of the Constellation Princess. I am the last of the Constellation Princess's senior personnel, 
and we are the last passengers aboard this cruise liner. Two other groups abandoned ship before us. The first under the leadership of Captain Torwater as we passed through Tanaka System. The second Avelnia System, led by a civilian passenger, the well-known entrepreneur Robbie Singh. Rather than descend to hostile worlds with no guarantee of survival, myself and those with me had opted to remain aboard, hoping to be rescued. My decision to abandon ship at this time has not been made lightly. Our food supplies are low. Some of us are sick, injured. We do not know what awaits us on the surface of the planet where we are headed. And as this may well be the last report of the Constellation Princess, I will state for the record what befell us. Fourteen Earth months ago, our ship left port with passengers and crew numbering 2,254 souls. There are now 137 of us left. Our trouble began after making a regularly scheduled port of call in the Scorpio system. Something came aboard when our passengers returned from the surface safari. Some life form previously unknown to us. Intelligent with enough understanding of our starship's architecture to wreck it completely and set us drifting on a random course through the stars. First our nav computer was hacked, and next came the sabotage. Explosions and hull ruptures in critical areas of the ship. Entire decks lost life support. Half of our food supply was jettisoned into outer space. And then came the killings. The Delta ambushing lone victims in passageways, forcing us to travel the ship in groups, or not at all. It's that interference again. See if you can clear it, Cookie. It's almost like something is trying to interfere. Like it doesn't want us to communicate. I don't like this. Everyone, stay alert. Watch the shadows. Do you think it's the Delta? Come in, come in. I'm trying to contact somebody. Can somebody please hear me? Is anybody there? Who is that? Everyone is accounted for. Anybody out there? Maybe it's a passenger that got lost when the Delta first attacked? Remember, they say the Delta can take human form. Pretend it's one of us. We won't know unless we talk to it. No, wait, don't answer it. This is Chief Stuart Hansen responding. Identify yourself. Oh, Hansen. Oh, I'm on my knees. I finally reached somebody. Where you at? Here's how this is going to work. You tell me who you are first, and maybe I'll tell you what you want to know. I see. You think I'm the Delta, don't you? Prove that you're not. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, fair enough. I don't blame you. I'm Salazar. I worked under you. I'm one of the cabin boys. You must remember me. I remember a Salazar. But you're not him. Salazar abandoned ship at Velnia's system. He's down on the ninth planet. With all the rest. If they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, I was part of that group. 
but I, uh, I changed my mind. I tried to make it back to all the you who stayed behind in the bilges. But I didn't have any wayfinder, and their ship is so massive. I guess I got lost in the engineering passages. Who in their right mind would wander alone through a badly damaged ship like this with a delta on the loose? Yeah, there is no delta. Oh, really? Our ship just went crazy and decided to wreck itself. Delta, not what you think. Tell me, Salazar, how did you survive all these months? Delta or no Delta, where did you get the food? Well, let's see, I guess it was rations from my survival pack. We all got one when we set out to abandon ship, you must know that. And I scavenged some more supplies here and there while I was wandering around. You know, there's whole pockets of this ship that are still intact. Just like Wheaton said. Wheaton? Wasn't he one of the engineers? Yeah, we were buddied up on the track to the lifeboats. He was a big talker. You know him well? Boy, could that guy talk. Most of the time it was all trivial stuff. You know, like what he was going to do when we got rescued. All the women he was romancing on different worlds. But one day, while we were inching our way across Q-Deck, he said something that got me thinking. We were talking about all of you who chose to stay behind. How long you could live on energy reserves as the ship kept drifting. He said the ship was drawing more power than it should have, which didn't make any sense because most of the energy-consuming systems were supposedly destroyed by the Delta. He said there was only one thing that could cause such a drain. Too many lifeboats on standby in the hangar bay. And he had a suspicion that the first party to abandon ship on the Captain Torwater's command must have crowded onto a single lifeboat and left all the rest behind. But why would the Captain do that? Every lifeboat he brought down could serve as a shelter an interspace radio transmitter, an energy source. Every lifeboat would have increased their chances of survival. I'll give you an answer. Captain Tallwater left behind some extra lifeboats for idiots like us who chose to remain on this wreck, praying for a rescue that never came. Yeah, maybe. But that's not what Wheaton said in the end. When we made it to M-Deck, we found an engineering relay station that was still intact. We checked the energy drawer. It was huge. It was like none of the boats had ever left. You expect me to believe that? We heard their broadcasts as they descended to the planet. We saw their flight status. What you thought you saw, because you were expecting to see it. Anything else could have made those transmissions. Ejectable uh, flight recorders, let's say. Uh Uh-huh. And what would a cabin boy know about it? Go ahead, make fun of me if you want, but how do you explain this? Wheaton brought his suspicions to our fearless leader, the big man himself, Ravi Singh. Less than 24 hours later, he was dead. He was dragged away from our group while we slept. We found him lying dead in the corridor with his throat slit, like he was singled out. Maybe because he knew too much? Are you implicating Ravi Singh? He's a goddamn hero. He was a first-class passenger who stepped up and put himself on the line to show us that we were all wrong. That we should have abandoned ship with Captain Tallwater when we had the chance. 
He took a big risk leading that second party down to Velnius. I only wish us cowards would have followed him down. Not if you know what I know. Here's what I know. You're the Delta. You killed Wheaton, and you're afraid the last humans are getting off this ship alive. Listen to me. Just listen. Did you know that Captain Tallwater and Ravi Singh were friends long before this cruise? They knew each other very well. You know they went on hunting expeditions together? They were friends. So what? Well, Ravi Singh is this super-rich tycoon of interstellar industry. A celebrity, even. And Captain Tallwater? Ah, oh, he's this humble career officer. Those two guys didn't have a lot in common, one would think. But they thought alike. I wish you could see these logs I'm looking at. Where are you? Wouldn't you like to know? You're close to the biodome, aren't you? Cookie, I'm on mute. This thing knows where we are. Let's get everyone moving again. We've got to get off this ship. Okay, you keep him occupied. Everybody up. Move, move, move! <coughs> Mommy, why are we running? It's a Delta. What makes you think we're going through the biodome? Because we were told that was the only safe way to the lifeboat, the only way to survive. Did we ever question it? Captain Torwater knew this ship better than anyone else. Certainly better than a cabin boy. He wouldn't have lied to us. You haven't read the ship's logs. I haven't much more. Please, don't take another step. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Stay clear of that biodome and open your mind. I've been to Captain Tollwater's quarters, and I found a handwritten journal. In it, he writes that he and Ravi Singh went down to Scorpio on a safari ship when we made port call. But that wasn't the first time they'd been there. They visited this planet twice before on hunting expedition. And on one of those trips, they heard about a plant native to Scorpio. It's called an Icarus plant. It grows in the high mountains of that world where it drives on the light of Scorpio's white dwarf star. But if you take it off world, a change will occur under the light of other suns. Under yellow sun, it grows fast. But it withers quickly and it dies. That's how it got its name. But under a red sun. Cookie! Stairway! Up ahead! Help the person falling behind. No stragglers. You're moving again, aren't you? It's none of your business. I can hear it. The reception is growing weak. You're not far from that biodome access way, I'll bet. Don't go any further. Let me come to you. Let me show you. Nothing doing. Come to me. I'm in the ship's library. I can show you. There's an account in the historical data. Only one person who ever survived an encounter with the Nicarus plant. And what he saw drove him insane. It absorbs you completely. Not only your body, but your mind. That was nearly 200 years ago, and since then... A cult sprang up on Sirius. They believe the plant is a link to the creator. I don't know what the hell they think it is. But through it... They believed they could become one with God. That's why Tallwater and Singh brought it on board. To become gods. A death wish for themselves and everyone that followed them. Hold up. Hold up, people. Salazar, if any of this is true, why would they have done it? We had experts look at this. We had every senior engineer look at this. We had civilians from among the passengers look at this. 
and they all agreed this ship was attacked by a Delta. Hansen, what are you doing? You're not falling for that, are you? What if he's human? If you waste time listening to his lies, we won't make it to the lifeboats in time for the planetary flyby. Hansen, Hansen, you still there? You still there, buddy? Yeah, I'm still here, but I'm not going to let you trick me. Why would a Delta know our ship's architecture? Why would it sabotage so recklessly and so precisely as to leave us only one route to the lifeboats? No savage alien life form acts like that. You're a zoological expert too, I guess. Let me send you an image then of Captain Tallwater's last journal entry. There is no log entry. You're making it up. There is. It exists and it's insane. It's rambling. He writes, the roots are laid, the way is clear, all is set, but there needs to be some convincing. The men will not be told what is known to us, but through us, they will know omnipotence. The biodome service hatch. It's locked. We'll need to input the security code. This is it, people. We're almost there. Where are you? What are you doing? You're opening the biodome hatch, aren't you? You sound scared. You're afraid you're going to be left here alone. No more victims for you. It's true. I don't want to be left here alone. But I'm not the Delta. If you've never taken a leap of faith in your life, take one now. Go back to that passageway where we first made contact and wait for me there. I'll come to you. I'll prove to you that I'm human. Sorry, Salazar. We're not taking your bad advice. I'm begging you. See what's right in front of you. I see what's in front of me. It's the way off this ship. I'm entering in the access code. Lanson, think, think, think about everything I told you. Ask yourself about this ship's flight path. After it was hacked, autopilot took us to Tanaka system where Captain Torwater and his party abandoned ship. Then we drifted to Velnius where Ravi Singh and his group abandoned ship. Tell me about them stars. What color are they? Security code entered. Don't let him talk. I'm going to cut you off. You step inside that biodome, it'll be the last thing you ever see. Hatch unlocked. I'm signing off, Salazar. If you are human, then make your way to the lifeboats like we're doing now. We'll leave one behind. This may be the last chance to save yourself. Wait! Wait, Hanson, wait! It's opening. It's beautiful, Hansen. It's still so green. Look, there's fruit on those trees. Look, there's jackfruits and Andromedan mangoes and peaches. It's just like it was. Hansen? Hansen? This biodome was stocked with hundreds of birds and pollinators. Where are they, Cookie? Look up, Cookie. Through the biodome. The son of Plegesis. It's a red giant. Everybody out! 
Everybody out! Everybody get out now! Get out now! Anton, 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 come in, are you reading me? Anton, come in, god damn you, Anton, where are you? Anton, are you listening? Is anybody listening? Is anybody out there hearing my voice? Anybody? Anybody?